And welcome to Thank You for Toilet Paper, a history of the little things, a podcast where we talk about a few things to be grateful for and the history and stories behind them. I'm your host, Elizabeth Miller. Thank you so much for joining me today. Let's get going. One of my sister's favorite movies is Coco, Disney's Coco. It was also the favorite movie of many of my family history and genealogy enthusiast friends from my previous job uh, working for Family Search. It is a beautiful film with beautiful music and a fun message about family. Personally, I prefer The Book of Life to Coco, but that's a discussion for another time. Both of these films, however, have ties to Dia de los Muertos. And with the holiday coming up, it only seems appropriate to take some time to talk about the Day of the Dead. So, let's talk about Dia de los Muertos. I'm going to apologize in advance for my Spanish accent because it is mixed with French and German and my attempts to learn Korean, so it is going to be a ride. Here we go. (laughs) The modern-day practice of celebrating the Day of the Dead has roots that go back 3,000 years. The Mexican holiday has roots back to the ancient Aztecs. For the Aztecs and the Nahua people, death was seen as a natural part of the cycle of life, and our mortality was something that was quite natural. In the ancient traditions of the Aztecs, as well as the traditions of the Nahua people of central Mexico, the dead faced difficult challenges of nine levels before reaching a final resting place. It was believed that when a person first died, they traveled to the land of the dead, Chekunanmiklan. From here, they progressed through nine levels, the journey taking several years, and it included many difficulties and hardships to face. After passing through the nine levels, the soul reaches Miklan, the final resting place. The Aztec practices included a celebration to honor the Aztec goddess Mixucasuatu, Lady of the Dead. She is said to have swallowed the stars during the daytime and had the duty of watching over the bones of the departed. These traditions changed when the Catholic Church adopted parts of the holiday, but we'll get to that in a moment. The Aztec and the Nahuan practice of honoring those spirits, the deceased ancestors, and helping them typically took place during August for the Nahua people. Family members would offer food and clothing and tools to help the deceased on their journey. These practices inspired the Day of the Dead activities, especially the ofrendas, which are offered to the spirits of the ancestors at graves and at homes during the Day of the Dead. During the Day of the Dead, traditionally, it is believed that the line or the border between the land of the living and the land of the dead or the spirit world disappears. While the border has disappeared for a short time, the spirits are believed to rejoin their family members for dancing, music, feasting, and drinking just generally having a good time with their loved ones. It is the living's job to treat their spirit guests well by leaving their favorite foods and other offerings at either the graves or at ofrendas built in their homes. Ofrendas are decorated with a few different things, including marigolds, which have a very strong scent that is believed to help also guide the spirits home, candles, red coxcombs, and stacks of food like tamales, fruit, pan de muerto, which translates to bread of the dead, candied pumpkins, sugar skulls, and more. The altars built at home contain representations of the four elements. Pitchers of water are left for the element of water, candles for fire, food for the earth, and papel picado for the wind. Papel picado are colorful pieces of tissue paper with cut-out designs. These are pieces of folk art and have roots once again in ancient Aztec culture. This time, it was the Aztec practice of carving spirits on wood and stringing them up around the streets and altars. Copal incense is used to guide the spirits back. 
Some families will include crucifixes or an image of the Virgin of Guadalupe, the patron saint of Mexico. This is also a time for families to gather together and tell stories and share memories about the deceased and their time together. Remembering the deceased helps keep them alive in the hearts of the family members. These practices also help people to accept their own mortality. According to Mary J. Andrade, a journalist who has written eight books about the Day of the Dead. The Day of the Dead is celebrated for two days, on the 1st through the 2nd of November. November 1st is said to be for when the ghosts of children visit, while November 2nd is for the adult ghosts returning to Earth for a visit. On November 2nd in Mexico, families come out to clean the graves of their family members and bring food as they celebrate as a community with bands and music. Following Benito Juarez's victory in the War on Reform in December of 1860, there was a separation of church and state implemented in Mexico. But still, the Day of the Dead was celebrated in the more rural parts of Mexico as a religious celebration, and in other parts of Mexico, it became a more secularized holiday and was celebrated as part of a national culture and heritage. And speaking of the importance of culture and heritage, let's take just a second to clear up a few of the holiday's ties as well as some confusion around its connection to Halloween. Spoiler alert, there is none. <laughs> In Europe, there is a holiday called All Saints Day and another called All Souls Day. These celebrations were adapted from pagan rituals celebrating the dead, which included feasts, bonfires, and dancing. With the rise of the Roman Catholic Church, some of these practices were adopted and the days rebranded as All Saints Day and All Souls Day. In medieval Spain, people would bring spirit bread to the graves of their loved ones during All Souls Day. They would decorate the graves with flowers and use lit candles to lead the souls back to their homes on earth. Later, in the 16th century, conquistadors brought these traditions with them across the seas to Mexico. Although these conquistadors brought with them a view of death that had been tainted by the devastation of the recent bubonic plague. When the Spanish conquered the Aztecs, the Catholic Church adopted the Aztec holidays, mixing them with Catholic traditions of celebrating All Saints Day and All Souls Day on November 1st and November 2nd. Originally, the celebrations of Dia de los Muertos, held by the Aztecs, happened in the summer. Now, when it comes to confusion around Halloween, just to clear it up, Halloween is not the same as the Day of the Dead, although they may have some similarities like skulls. Halloween has roots in ancient Celtic traditions related to the Festival of Soen, which celebrated the New Year on the 1st of November. The 1st of November marked the beginning of winter, making it the New Year. It was Celtic belief that the day before the New Year started on October 31st, the boundaries between the worlds thinned and ghosts came back to Earth. So while there are similarities, the traditions surrounding the Day of the Dead and Halloween are very different. Where the one has Irish roots and focused on keeping bad spirits away, the other has ancient Aztec roots and focuses on celebrating family with the living and the dead, strengthening those bonds. Now, the holiday of the Day of the Dead, as we celebrate it now in kind of a more modern sense, had small beginnings. Traditionally, it was celebrated in remote villages, but in the 1980s, it started to spread to the cities. In 2008, UNESCO recognized the holiday and added it to its list of intangible cultural heritage of humanity. Mexico City held its first parade for the holiday in 2016, and the next year, in 2017, a number of cities in the United States, including Los Angeles, San Antonio, Chicago, and others, also held parades for the Day of the Dead. Then that same year, Disney's Coco came out, making 175 million U.S. dollars. These days, calacas, which are skeletons, and calaveras, which are skulls, are symbols related to the Day of the Dead. 
In 1910, José Guadalupe Posada, a cartoonist and printer, made a political cartoon entitled La Calavera Catrina, or The Elegant Skull. This cartoon was meant to criticize the Mexican people for adopting more European fashions over their own traditions. The cartoon was of a female skeleton done up in makeup and European fancy dress. The cartoon has since become one of the icons of the Day of the Dead in modern celebrations. Additionally, these days people wear skull masks and eat small skull candies made of sugar. However, the skulls aren't necessarily new. The Aztecs had been using the skulls as part of the celebration of the Day of the Dead for thousands of years beforehand, as skulls used during Aztec rituals were later passed on in battle as trophies. Mexico is not the only country to celebrate the Day of the Dead. Many other countries in Latin America celebrate in their own way with variations in traditions and practices, but all celebrating and honoring the dead and death as a natural part of life. Sometimes it includes dancing, parades, feasting with family, telling stories. Generally, it's a very good time. These practices have been around for hundreds of years and are an important part of culture, history, heritage, and family bonds. I truly admire the focus on family and welcoming our loved ones back for a night or two to share food, drink, tell good stories, sad stories, and funny family stories together. What an incredible way to keep the family alive and face our own mortality with courage and the comfort of family and good stories to come. That's it for this week. I hope you enjoy the celebration and think of your family and maybe do some of your own research. This is truly a beautiful and a moving holiday. Thank you so much for listening, and I hope you have a marvelous day. Take care.